It's time for the IHSA Safety Podcast. All right, welcome to episode 15 of our Core 2020 podcast series. In this episode, we're continuing on our uh, exploration of some of the common issues, common questions that we've had from people since the standard has been uh, released, since the tool has come out. And uh, this particular episode, we're going to be talking about the concept of formal controls as it's introduced in the third element um, controls in the Core 2020 audit tool. For this, I've got Peter Smith back as my guest to talk about uh, sort of the details of what, what it means um, to talk about formal controls and the context of element three. Pete, can you tell me uh, just briefly about your role? Yeah. Um, one of the lead auditors with the core department at IHSA. And uh, my key role right now is working with the associate auditors who perform our third-party audits. Awesome. And I'm Marn Gamble. I'm one of the core consultants. Uh, my interaction is largely with the internal audits that are coming in, doing the detailed reviews, uh, providing results, and answering client questions. So as I mentioned, uh, element three, controls, is the focus of this chat. But Specifically, the distinction between uh, element three about the controls and element two, hazard assessment, analysis, and control. I got to say, Pete, superficially, they both say controls. So what's the difference? Yes. Yeah, true enough. Good. good uh, uh, certainly worth conversation. Right. Right. So we, we look at element three. And the description of this mentions uh, formal controls. So when we're, we're talking formal controls, we're thinking uh, written controls. So documented controls. And if I had to compare this back to CORE, our previous audit tool, right. it was really the safe work practices and safe job procedures. Oh, okay. So it's the the idea you have the, the idea is you've got the, the employer developing these uh, formal methods or very uh, specific methods that they expect uh, hazardous work to be completed. And whether that's through a safe work practice, which is do's and don'ts, or a uh, procedure, which is that sequential step-by-step, um, these are, another way to look at these is controls. So that you've got to, um, and it, the, the idea behind this element is that you've got a specific way that these things are being developed and that they are being approved by senior management, but that should be the way going forward for performing this type of work. So comparing this to the hazard assessment analysis and control element, um, the two do go hand in hand, right? Where hazard assessments are completed, and this is where you're identifying hazards associated with uh, specific operations in the organization, uh, determining the risks of those hazards, rating the risks, and finally identifying the types of controls that will best suit those uh, considering hierarchy of controls, but the idea here is in those hazard assessment documents, they, they there is always the chance to uh, reference those documented controls. Now, not everything is going to require a documented control. And if you had your hazard assessment, uh, you can reference engineering controls or you can re- reference other types of control that have been put in place. Sure. Um, you know, if I had a, if you had your office building, mm-hmm. there's snow buildup on the roof. And this was sliding off the roof right over the doorway, the, the entrance to the to the, uh, to the building. I would consider putting up some type of a physical barrier where you keep people safe as they enter the building versus creating a procedure or a safe work practice, which is look up, <laughs> stay away from here, uh, whatever the case might be. It's <laughs> yeah. the, it's not, there's a better control for that by creating a safe entrance for people to get into the building versus 
counting on them to be able to implement a document to control in that place. And that's case. really where the hierarchy of controls helps you too in, in making those determinations. Sure. Uh, at that point. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, um, you know, some of these controls, this could be a combination of training, purchasing criteria for PPE or other equipment. Um, you might get, glean information from this, uh, for this, from manufacturer's requirements or directions, um, it, it, as well as the company practices and procedures to ensure processes are carried out to protect health and safety. So it's really a combination of items that are, um, when we look at practices and procedures, sort of in-house developed company controlled sort of things and things that are being accessed that are potentially purchases or produced externally and that sort of thing. And so um, if I'm getting you, element two is the collection of all of that stuff. Whereas as we transition to element three, we're, we're looking at the ones that the company has committed to developing through the hazard assessment where they've identified they have to develop something further written themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent way to put that, right? Uh, that element two, you're, it's the catch-all where you, where you have all that information in one spot. Um, but, but you've also got the opportunity to glean information from there that could lead to the development of the safe work practices and safe job procedures. For sure. Right. So um, element three is we're looking at developing those formal controls. Um, we're looking for you to have a systematic approach to make sure that they're developed in a consistent manner. So, and this this will refer to both the development and review of the formal documents, such as the practices and procedures, and well as the company developed written controls. So, if I have um, a library of safe work practices and procedures that I've already written, is that all I need for all of Element Three? You want to make sure that they've been developed following the hierarchy of controls. Mm -hmm. So there might be some refinement that goes with these, but as a base, you've got what we're looking for. It's not a big leap from what was already uh, uh, found from core. Okay. And then the procedure question that's included here is really um, taking those and talking about how they were produced. Is that and how you maintain them? It gets into both the, the development and the review of these, right? So um, if you're looking to make that uh, transition to Core 2020 with this library of documents that you have, uh, it could be the fact of going through the step of having senior management uh, formally approve these, right? Because okay. that, that is a requirement for Core 2020. Uh, making sure that you're getting different groups of subject matter experts within the organization, both management and workers, to uh, review these and uh, uh, possibly add to the further development of them as well. So there, there, there's a few things to consider as you refine them. But as a start point, that library of documents is uh, going to put you in a good spot. Okay. And I guess the key thing here always is is that systematic approach, is making sure that library of documents isn't a collection of different sources and different formats and that kind of thing. But making sure that, again, as we talk, we've talked about in, I think, other episodes, mm-hmm. um, that user-friendly side of things where you know there's a standard flow there's a standard process you can identify who's approved it and and that's where the procedure piece of of that um, sort of gives that added value to the library yeah yeah and i think that would help with the overall implementation of these things and the communication with your organization right Um, staff employees you know anybody in the organization looks at these and they've got a specific uh, expectation of what they're going to see and how they digest that information. So I, I think that would make sense to make sure that they're all company-driven documents that are uh, following a systematic format. Awesome. Okay. So, I mean, I think that covers 
the general concept of, of the idea of the formal controls in element three and, and hopefully makes the distinction between element two and three a little bit more um, clear for anyone who's struggling with it. I'm going to, you know, reiterate something we've said a few times. If, um, if this isn't clear, reach out to core at ihsa.ca and you're going to be put in contact with someone who can help uh, spend a little more time and, and make sure that it is further clarified for you. Um, I appreciate your insight as always, Peter. I'm wondering if you've got one or two words on this one. Yeah, I would go with systematic. Make sure you've got a systematic approach to the development and review and approval of your formal documented controls. Love it. Thanks again. Okay, thanks. IHSA Safety Podcast. For more episodes, tips, and all things safety, go to ihsasafetypodcast.ca. Thanks for listening.